All news requires context, clarity, and hopefully an informed perspective. Which is why today we decide to focus on a buzzword that had been topped the search engine all of last week. Details of Samsung family's massive inheritance tax were unveiled just last week. It was a record breaker for the country and one of the world's largest ever inheritance tax bills. It prompted questions, though, around how the Lee family will pay it off in installments, probably, right? Also, what is the fate of late chairman Egoni's invaluable art collection and who gets majority share to control Samsung at large? These are loaded questions, which is why... We have Zarko Swetzlu joining us on the line for JMS Focus. He is the host of the weekly NK News podcast and public relations consultant at Insight Communications. Good morning, Jacko. Good morning, Lena. What a massive homework for you. Lots of homework, lots to research, <laughs> yes. A lot of grounds to cover, but we're going to try to hopefully simplify some of these, well, key words in this massive inheritance tax that Samsung family needs to pay off. Yeah. But first and foremost, let's clarify what is an inheritance tax exactly? And again, why are we talking about in Korea this week? When a person dies and leaves behind an estate, which might include houses, land, artworks, cash, jewelry, stocks and bank accounts, the person or people who inherit that estate, that is the heir or heirs, must pay a portion of that estate to the government. And that's what inheritance tax is. It's part of the government's efforts to redistribute unearned wealth. That is wealth that you don't work for, but just receive. That's right. It's kind of to create a leveled playing field for those who may not receive inheritance tax and those who do, right? Right. Now, in Korea, the inheritance tax is between 10% and 50% of the size of the estate of the dead person, depending on the size of that estate. So there are also a gift tax on property uh, passed between a person and their child or children to tax people who try to avoid inheritance taxes by giving away their property before they die. So that means if you're a, a mother or father gives you yeah. a house, that they'll pay a, a gift tax on that. Now, we're talking about it this week about the inheritance taxes because when Egon He died, he was the richest man in Korea, the late chairman of Samsung, and his surviving children, one son and two daughters, as well as his widow, collectively have to pay a big chunk of that in inheritance tax. Now, Lee Gun He died just over six months ago, but this issue is in the news because last week the heirs of his estate reported to the authorities what the size of that estate was and how much tax they'll be paying. And that amount is 12 trillion won or close to 10.7 billion U.S. dollars. And just looking at the headlines and how much that actually is, I read somewhere that's three times all of the inheritance tax uh, collected in the year 2020 for South Koreans, besides the family, that is. So it's massive in scale, right? Absolutely. It goes to show how wealthy that family is. Really, it does. And so it does beg the question, how will they pay this off? It's probably not all at once, because I can't imagine anyone having that much cash, let's say, in a bank account. So, And also, what portion of Egoni's estate does this all amount to? Yeah, luckily, uh, Lee's heirs do not have to pay it all at once. The Korean tax service allows payments to be made in installments. They paid one-sixth of the total bill last week, which is still quite a chunk of change. And the rest will be paid off in installments over the next five years. 
Uh, and as you rightly predicted, the Lees don't have all that cash lying around. I mean, who would? <laughs> 10.7 billion US dollars. A lot of Lee Gonhee's estate was in Samsung stocks, uh, about 19 trillion won worth. In order to pay the estate tax on those shares, the heirs would have to either, well, they have to either choose to sell them and pay a portion to the Korean government or keep those shares and find money from elsewhere. Mm. Now, if the heirs want to keep those stocks, and I think they do because it means, one, more family control over the Samsung group of companies, and two, the price of Samsung shares remains high, so they may decide to take out loans to pay that tax bill or share some other shares that are considered non-essential shares. Not all shares are the same. Shares come in different forms. Some have voting rights and others do not. Uh, and it's in the interest of the Lee family to hold on to as many of those voting shares as they can. Uh, but mm. other ones, non-essential ones, can be sold off to make money. Which invites the golden important question. Who is the new head of Samsung and what is he saying about this all? Yeah, Lee Jae-yong or J.Y. Lee, the only son of Lee Gon-hee and the new chairman of Samsung, uh, is currently in prison, serving a uh, two-and-a-half-year sentence for bribery and embezzlement convictions. So he's not taking a big role in directly managing Samsung at the moment, nor is he giving any media interviews. So Samsung issued a statement saying that the amount, uh, the $10.7 billion US dollars, is more than half the value of the late chairman's estate. Mm. Samsung also said that it is one of the largest inheritance tax bills in the world, but at the same time emphasized this word boguk, or being in service to one's country, highlighting Samsung's contribution to the Korean nation. Uh, also, the Lee family made a statement last Wednesday saying, it is our, our, our civic duty and responsibility to pay all taxes. Now, the New York Times reported that the Lee family has not always abided by that rule. Mm. Uh, and in fact, last year, Lee Jae-yong appeared to acknowledge an issue, saying that all problems basically stemmed from the succession issue and said that he would make sure that no similar succession no similar succession-related controversy would reoccur. Mm. And he's talking here about the suspended prison sentence that his late father received back in 2009 for evading taxes on money that he, in turn, secretly inherited from his own father, mm. the founder of Samsung, Lee Byung-chol, who had died 22 years previously in 1987. And that money, secretly inherited, was squirreled away in stock accounts held under other people's names which was once quite a common thing to do in Korea, to hide your own wealth. I think a company's reputation is really important. In the case of Chebar, I think, and it's and so largely invested as Samsung, it is important what the public sentiment is. And because you did mention that Lee Jae-yong is serving that two and a half years uh, sentence, it's also important that people do talk about Poguk or being in yeah. service to one's country, right? It is also, I think, a big PR move in that sense. Oh, yes, that's definitely part of it, yeah. All right. Um, there is another angle to look at. Um, is it true that South Korea has one of the highest inheritance tax rates in the world? Because I've been told for years that we're right behind Japan. Yes, the top rate of inheritance tax in South Korea is 50%. But I have to clarify that like income tax, it is a progressive tax rate. So you pay a greater percentage of tax the larger the estate is. So up to 100 million won, the tax rate is just 10%. Mm. Once you get over a billion won, it's 40% tax for any amount uh, above that. And the highest rate, 50%, only kicks in once you've reached 3 billion won or about 2.7 million US dollars. And of course, for those who pay within six months, they get a 10% tax credit from mm -hmm. the tax service. Now, uh, just globally speaking, the OECD average for inheritance taxes is 26%. Uh, and in Japan, the only country in the world with a higher inheritance tax than Korea, the highest rate is 55%.
So depending on how much estate you actually inherit, the uh, inheritance tax you would pay would differ quite a bit. But also there are all these tax breaks in place, like you said, like the tax credit, but also if you're a spouse or a son or daughter, there are breaks in place too, right? Yes, uh, there are. It's a complicated law. I haven't looked into it all, uh, but suddenly <laughs> I find myself wanting to know more. <laughs> if you go through the process, you do learn it. I did learn a great deal about it in my own uh, a pretty uh, sad process. But anyhow, it is complicated. So don't read just a headline. There is more to it, right? That's right. I mean, there are, uh, as I said, uh, it's a progressive tax rate, yeah. so you don't pay a single rate on everything. You pay ten mm-hmm. percent up to one hundred million won, and then another percentage for the next bit, and then a higher percentage for the next bit. Apart from Samsung shares and houses here and there, uh, what else did Egoni leave behind? There was a lot of talk over his art collection, right? Yeah, he's got a lot of, or he had a lot of very valuable art, uh, billions of dollars, well, uh, over a billion dollars worth, including works by Picasso and Monet and Dali. In fact, uh, Egoni collected about 23,000 works of art, and some of them are already on display at the Liam Samsung Museum of Art in Hanamdong or Itaewon which is managed by the Samsung Cultural Foundation. Quick side note that cultural and charitable foundations set up by Korean conglomerates have long been criticized as tax havens. They're ways for Mm -hmm. rich South Korean companies to put away money that cannot then be taxed, something Mm -hmm. to bear in mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, The plan now is to donate Lee Gonhee's entire collection to various museums, including the aforementioned private Liam Museum, as well as the Hoam Art Museum, which is also affiliated with Samsung, while some will go to public museums like the National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art and the National Museum of Korea. Mm. Uh, There are 14 national treasures Mm. in that collection. uh, And these museums are obviously really happy to receive such artworks. However, it's interesting that current Korean tax law doesn't allow people to pay inheritance tax in the form of donations of artworks and cultural assets. The art museums would obviously like to see that law changed, Mm -hmm. but other organizations are skeptical about this idea. So at the moment, donations don't pay down the tax bill, but they do reduce the taxable size of the estate. So by giving away all these artworks, 23,000 of them, uh, it means that they'll have, the the Lee family will have to pay uh, less uh, inheritance tax because they've reduced the size of their estate. All right. So what other things is the E family doing with the estate of the late chairman you gone here? Yeah, they've also got some other plans. It was reported that the family has committed $900 million to fight infectious diseases and also to help children suffering from cancer and rare diseases. Mm. So half of that amount, $450 million, will be used to set up South Korea's first hospital specifically focused only on infectious disease. All right, let's go back to that angle that it is a pretty big PR move for Samsung Group in general. Um, could this be an attempt by the E family to improve their public image after Chairman and Lee Jae-yong was sent to prison for two and a half years? There are certainly a lot of people suggesting that that could be the case. Uh, mm-hmm. And as well as trying to improve the image, different people and groups from Korea's business community, not just from within Samsung, have been lobbying the government to give uh, Jay Wai Lee a pardon so that he can come out of jail and take over control at Samsung again. Because Samsung is a big producer of semiconductor chips, as we talked about recently, and the world is in a spin because of a shortage of these chips. So some people feel that the chairman needs to be in charge again, and they mm. fear that uh, a Samsung without Lee at the helm could hurt not only Samsung, the company, but Korea's economy as a whole. All right. I think this is the question that we kind of built this entire segment up to. Who will control Samsung now that Egoni has passed away and Lee Jae-yong is in jail? 
That's such an important question. Samsung is responsible for one-fifth of Korea's total exports, including the semiconductor chips. Some people have jokingly called Korea the Republic of Samsung. <laughs> Now, Lee Jae-yong has been a de facto leader of, of Samsung Group since uh, Lee Gon-hee had a heart attack way back in 2014, six years before he died, uh, which basically took him out of action. Mm. Now, J.Y. Lee only owns 0.7% of Samsung Electronics. The ownership of Samsung Electronics and its subsidiaries is a very, very complicated thing. I can't even make sense of it myself. But this is quite normal for Korean conglomerates or Chebo. Often the founding families own a minority stake in the company, but the board lets them stay on as chairman and or CEOs. So basically through this complex web of circular ownerships in multiple Samsung companies, Lee Jae-yong and his siblings and mother now own uh, enough of the conglomerate to control it. Mm. But the 4.18% of Samsung Electronics and 20.7% of Samsung Live that the late Egon Hee owned have to be apportioned, they have to be doled out. And that could affect Lee Jae-yong's portion and control of, uh, of those shares. Now, the Lee family might decide internally how to dole out those shares so that the JY stays in control. They haven't made that clear yet. So what about his standing bribery conviction? Won't that get in the way of him remaining in control, that is? Yeah, that's interesting. It's also interesting that J.Y. Lee's conviction for bribery actually stems from a 2015 case when uh, Park Geun-hye was president of Korea. Mm. And Lee was alleged to have lobbied the Blue House with money to permit the merger of two Samsung entities, which under that complex ownership structure I mentioned would ensure J.Y. Lee's control over the conglomerate. Now, uh, would the, his bribery conviction stand in the way of his management? Possibly. And that's why uh, recent opinion polling seems to show that seven out of 10 South Koreans support the idea of a pardon for J.Y. Lee, which would allow him to come out of jail and back into the leadership again. And we might see that happen on August 15th, Liberation mm. Day, traditionally a day when Korean presidents hand out pardons to uh, different people, including business leaders who are convicted of crimes just three months away. Mm. All right. Before we hang up, Jacko, I do want to ask about that art collection that is being given away because for the South Korean art community, this was a big announcement. Very, very big. Yeah. It took two months just to go through this massive collection and, take, uh, and make an itemized inventory and valuation. The trove of masterpieces includes works by the Korean artists Park Soo-gun, uh, Lee Jong-sop and Kim Hwan-gi, as well as The Bridal Bouquet by Marc Chagall, A Portrait of Dora Ma by Picasso, mm. an untitled work by Paul Gauguin, one of the Water Lilies paintings by Monet, uh, Dali's Family of Marsupial Centaurs and Untitled Black Figure by Basquiat. Uh, there's also a Chosun-era landscape painting called Inwang Jesekdo by legendary painter Jong Son. Mm. It's designated as National Treasure Number 216 and depicts a landscape of Seoul's Mount Inwang Sun after rain. Uh, the total value of the collection is estimated at two trillion won, uh, which is far more than the 835 million dollars that the late Peggy and David Rockefeller collection sold for at Christie's in 2018. Mm. Uh, the National Museum of Modern Contemporary Art said the 1,488 pieces that it is receiving from the Lee family is its biggest ever private donation. It could be his own museum in a separate cause, right? Oh, easily. Multi-story. The thing is, they want to make some of these artworks available for public viewing. So when will people be able to see the late Sherman's art collection? Yeah, as early as this summer, Lena. In mm. fact, perhaps even before uh, Amnesty Day. Uh, the National Museum of Korea plans to start exhibiting 40 to 50 pieces from the Lee Gun-hee collection from June. 
Uh, as you can imagine, it's not possible to see all or to show all of those pieces at once. Uh, so it'll be bit by bit uh, in stages. But watch this space. Mm, the National Museum of Korea. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jaco, for today's coverage. I'll speak to you again next week. Thanks, Lena. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.